Welcome to the Ringo Zone. Hey, we're back. The only we're Steven here. Universe podcast. And it only took us an hour to get the recording order. It only took us an hour. What are you talking about? It took us 30 seconds because we are all goddamn professionals. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's what happened. Yes. Sure. You know, we totally didn't have a problem on the end of the one person who has a job in this fucking industry. Yeah, it wasn't the audio guy's fault or anything. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I have a job that requires me to know how this shit works. Can't get fucking mumble to open right. I got no idea what's going on <laughs> at all. So, oh my god, we are the uh, hottest, wettest dumpster fire. I, hey, so before we get into this, um, I am Max, and I. Before we get started, uh, this is not related to Steven Universe or anything at all. I was introduce like, yourself. Oh, introduce myself. I'm Evan. Uh, I'm known as the charismatic but incompetent one. No, well, you're known as one of those things. It's right, not the I'm very good likable. One. Okay, and then Mickey. Hi, I'm Mickey. Okay, Evan, you were saying before telling oh. lies. Before we started the episode, uh, I was like scrolling on my phone, uh, and I, I went on that Facebook like offers page. Have you guys been to that? Wait, Maybe. what the fuck is Facebook offers? So it's like on the new Facebook update or whatever. It's like the middle thing. It looks like a little market or whatever. I don't know if I've seen that. It is nuts. The stuff that people are selling on here. Oh, is so it like is it like Craigslist? like Craigslist on Facebook? It's like Craigslist on Facebook. Yeah. Interesting. So I'm just gonna go down the line of the like top ten things on sale in my area right now. Oh, please do. Please oh boy. Do. Uh, we have cars. The movie bedding, great condition, twin bedding, and there I, I there's like a noticeable like hole. In these sheets, like, <laughs> and they're selling them for twenty dollars. Okay, uh, next up for three thousand five hundred dollars is a beauty and health lipo cavitation beauty dung fat splitting system. I don't want to know what that is. I don't either, but it's definitely. It looks like a very official, like hospital machine. Oh goodness! Why the fuck would you buy that? Like for your own home? You're a collector, maybe. Uh, somebody is selling a $50 1950s fridge that doesn't work. Oh, that doesn't work. If it did work, I'd be like, shit, like, that'll I last want forever. That. Uh, somebody is selling the Beowulf video game for $10. Beowulf in a video game? <laughs> yeah, they're did selling it? it for $10. Wait, like the like the weird motion capture movie from yeah, like that one? The one that's years like ago? R-rated Polar Express technology-wise? Yeah. Yes. Jesus. Huh. Isn't that the one where Angelina Jolie played a dragon? Yeah, that sounds it, right. Is it weird that like video game movie tie-ins don't seem to exist much anymore? Like Marvel just completely fucking dropped it. Marvel, after, yeah, like, Marvel kind of killed yeah. it. Honestly, yeah, Marvel. I mean, they have like games that kind of come out. Like they had a the shitty Iron Man game and a shitty Thor game, and they're like, okay, we're done. Yeah, that didn't work. There was a Hulk game. Maybe I don't know. Anyway, I know. There was so I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this obscure little thing called Steven Universe. It's a cartoon. Is uh, that like Magic we, Swords? We talk about it from time to time if we have a moment. You anyway, know, we're talking about that's, uh, that's more to the moon than, than most of our fans would probably like it to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did I just hit a little too close to home with that? Oh shit! Actually, before we do though, I have an announcement. Oh, uh, you guys know about this already. Oh yeah, this uh, is actually really cool. If you guys exciting. have been following our Facebook page, then you should know about this. Um, yeah. Right now, what's today? It's the 10th? Yeah, November? today's yes. the 10th. Today's Thursday, November 10th. For the past six months, I have been 
working on what well, we don't know when this is going up. So I just want people to know, like, we're not announcing this late. It's just getting posted late. Um, for the past six months, I've been working with my friend Noah on uh, some videos. He's the director and producer. And I'm the writer. These videos are for Marvel Entertainment's official YouTube channel. It's a series called Marvel TLDR. They're short videos, um, like semi-animated abridgings uh, that basically recap famous Marvel storylines. Um, yesterday, Wednesday the 9th, the trailer went up for the series. And tomorrow, Friday the 11th, we have our first episode going up. Uh, they'll be going up every Friday, you know, once a week. And, um, well, at this point, you guys get some secret privileged information because of, like, the timing of all this. Uh, our first episode is going to be about Planet Hulk. So, yeah. That is going to be super cool. It is super cool. And then the second episode is Civil War. But I didn't write that one because that is, like, the video Noah made that went viral and right. then marvel's like this is hey, what we want to pick this up videos for us so weren't they uh like being threatened to be taken down or something like that well marvel wanted noah to take down the videos because he was freelancing for them so he works for them but then he made videos that like use their ips and characters and stuff right. so they said like take that down and then they talked to him and they picked it up themselves that's super cool of Marvel. Okay, so Steven Universe. Yes. Right, Steven Universe. Back to the moon then. Back to the moon with this episode. Uh, so this um, is Rubies. this picks up like immediate like this is one of those rare episodes of Steven Universe where the events pick up immediately after the events of the previous episode. And then the next episode is also like that. Yeah. It's it's almost like it's bizarre. a season finale. It's yeah, it's like a three parter, you know, which is like, kind of is a which is actually it was kind not... of crazy for like actually, no, it's a four parter because there was the one before the Jasper fight, also. Oh my god, you're right, this is a four part finale, it's a whole hour of content. I love content, <laughs> good for you. <laughs> I mean, that's not an inaccurate statement. All things I hope considered. my grave reads, He was a good man. He made a that's lot of like, content. That's just like an that alien was... pretending to be a human. Yes, I enjoy food. Yes, I am. And breathing <laughs> is one of my favorite things to do. My favorite movie is books. <laughs> <laughs> it's off topic again, but that reminds me of fucking. Uh, have you guys seen Earthling Cinema on YouTube? Oh, I'm of not. course, I love her. Oh, God. God. I, oh, look it up. It's Garrick's Wormuloid is the it, best. It's it's a series where a guy acts as an alien and he reviews movies uh, oh, as, if, he, as uh, if he's an alien like, from like thousands of years that, in the future. Yeah, yeah. He acts like the movies are artifacts and he's like trying to preserve Earth's <laughs> And he's culture. talking about how important, like, and it's kind of weird because he talks about movies that are like good and some that are bad, but he talks about how even though the movie's bad, there's an actual kind of cool meaning in the movie and you can kind of get enjoyment out of it from that and you're just like it's like so a, the moon so the, the moon, moon right okay so this this episode starts oh my god um, we're finally getting to it so let me you know what let me we're just jump into this minutes <laughs> in. <laughs> i know kind of starting probably four or five minutes in but when amethyst becomes jasper yeah psychologically that is really interesting to me um i know it's mostly played as kind of a joke yeah and as like a, a narrative tool uh but like thinking about it you know jasper is everything that amethyst isn't mm -hmm. 
You know what I mean? Like she follows order, right? That shit is important to her. Yeah. She is giant. She is she never is a been super mega space patriot. The underdog. Right, exactly. And Amethyst is this chaotic, scrappy gem. And, you know, and part of the reason the conflict between um Jasper and Amethyst is interesting is because of that foil. So when you have to have her mixed in with like the whole inferiority complex that she had for like four or five episodes. Precisely. Well, right. And, and I mean, that is reflected with Jasper because she's never really felt inferior until, you know, until like the whole fusion debacle kind of started. It's the stuff that gives Amethyst strength is what uh, takes away from Jasper. Yeah. You know, um, it's that like wanting to rely on each other, a fusion in general. Yeah. That's what makes Jasper feel weak, but it what's what brings Amethyst up. So when you have her having to, uh, you know, force herself into this role, it's really interesting, like, to think, like, what she must be going through. Like, it shows how much she's grown, like, like, because we know she kind of had, like, a moment of, like, revelation and, like, she kind of got over it in the last episode with Smoky Quartz and Stephen helping her out with that. And you kind of see it kind of come a little further in this episode because it's like she wouldn't have been able to do that mentally like two episodes ago because she like she would have been too fucking furious. And it kind of shows that she's this little arc is kind of nearing the end of its completion and she's over it at this point. Yes. Yes. That. That. What a what a nice thing you just said. I, I like I like how I like how Steven names all the rubies. And yeah. Like, oh yeah. Can I just say that? You, no, you cannot. Oh, I'm saying it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you can fucking wait. Uh, is what you can do. Okay. Because I have a point I want to make, make here. Point. <laughs> I like how Stephen names the one with the gem on its stomach navy, and I get it. You know, after like army, like that's the pun they're going for, and it's the naval. But naval, like, yeah. I refuse to believe that outside of this context, Stephen has ever used the word naval. In his life, like that, like Probably I like not. if if it weren't for Army and the pun he could make, that gem totally would have been belly. That is me. a pun that like that is a pun with levels that I didn't think could exist. Like that just works. Like in a weirdly... now you can have your can I just say? Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, I, I, well, can okay. I just to say... be fair, it's not pointed at you guys. It's pointed at Dylan specifically because when yeah, fuck that guy. when the when the baseball <laughs> epi- when the baseball episode first aired. And we were we recorded that episode. I was like, "Yeah, their names are Army, Leggy, Navy, Doc, and blah blah blah, and Eyeball." And Dylan's like, "No, fuck you. They're all Ruby." And I was like, "No." In the in the in the credits, it shows that that's their names. And he's like, "No, fuck you. That's not cano- that's not canonical. They're just Rubies." So fuck you, Dylan. That's their names. Yeah, fuck fair. Dylan. You're both right. I mean, he's and he, you're both he wasn't assholes. wrong. He, but I wasn't wrong either. So fuck you, Dylan, for saying I was technically, wrong. Technically, their names are Ruby, and technically, they are not Doc Leggy Army Navy. Technically, they are Ruby Ruby They're, Ruby Ruby. They are credited like that. They are credited that as the that's rap thing. That's their names Dylan in the credits in that one episode. Remember that Ruby 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 Ruby. Yeah, I do remember that. What a yeah. what a treat. That was a treat. Let's reminisce. <laughs> Can we do a Ringozo clip show? Remember, I'll let you know when to stop. Ruby! 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 Man, Ruby! Motherfucker! Ruby! 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 Ru
Jets, jet scheme in a wand. Foie bust of Albert Einstein. Ruby, Ruby. Yeah, my motherfucking mouth. The mansion, a ranch, and a camp in a town. A motherfucking store with the floor made of scouts. Bobby from the block, don't got rocks, he got apps. Get Ruby. <laughs> Okay, that's enough. Wow, God, that was uncomfortable. What a yeah. horrible night I never, I never, out. never, never let me think for more than twelve seconds again. Ooh, that boy. was. Where did you go? That was a disgusting. Yeah, I'd like, like to, uh... I, I saw some shit. Never stopped talking for the rest of my life. We gotta, we, we got actually have to laser into it. Um, yeah. So uh, here's like, here's like a thing I noticed, and I bet a lot of other people notice it, and it's like, ooh, it is meaning. So when Emma Jasper asks, like. Lapis and Peridot, do you guys want to come be prisoners? Like, oh yeah, Lapis just says no, but then you notice Peridot like clings to her arm really protectively. Cause yeah, she's Lapis like, she knew. And like, here's the thing I love about that, because like, that's a really sweet friendship moment. And yeah. like, and like, because we've kind of seen also in other stuff, like, I really like how Peridot has kind of assigned herself as like Lapis's keeper. Like, even though she's not very good, like, the Lapis, are you okay? But, um, <laughs> but, like, but, like, basically she's, like, this is my friend, and she's got all this, like, baggage, and I want to be there for her, and, like, she's my roommate, and I want to take care of her. And that's really swell. And I just know, meanwhile, you know, because that's just what I saw. But then yeah. at the same time, I know a bunch of people saw that moment when Peridot grabs Lapis's arm, and they're, like... Oh yeah, I want to see Paradox use her hair on lapis like a butt plug. So, oh my god! You know that's there's that section so, of the fandom I'm sure. Well, I uh, no no I, wanna... I didn't think I needed to start drinking this early in the day. Now, thanks for that. Yay! It's barely past noon where I am. Hey, as long as McDonald's is not serving their full breakfast menu, you're allowed to drink. I'm, oh, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna drink when McDonald's is serving their full breakfast menu because I want a full you goddamn breakfast. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> what I was gonna say, Lapis and Peridot, uh, I, I think the reason that they can get so close is kind of like like soldiers from war, right? Uh, like you hear about this 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 like brotherhood, this like group of people that they go through this hell together. Actually, I recently read a thing where like that's not as universally true. And that well, the end result of being Stuck also, with the same people for 18 months in a high-stress situation is that you end up hating each other's fucking guts. I'm not saying your point on. is wrong, Evan, because I know what you're trying to say, and well, it I does have a point. for some people, yeah. But yeah. Um, your point isn't wrong, but saying that, like, Peridot and Lapis have gone through a similarly stressful experience is like saying that it's like comparing a war veteran to a guy who saw a war movie once. No, it's not like that, <laughs> really. I mean... No, no, it's like comparing a war veteran to, like... A guy who got through boot camp and then ran away. Yeah. I wouldn't call Peridot going, like, their, like, their levels of, like, shit they've gone through is a little, like, wonky. I don't know if I agree with that. Peridot is technically a war criminal, right? She's had to deal with these demons. She's had to change a lot. She's had to go through a bunch of stuff. She was a prisoner of war, right? Like, I know, I'm just saying, like, she's well, done I mean, some stuff, but it's comparing Lapis being trapped in a fucking mirror being screamed at by her authority and then being alone for thousands of years i'm saying though so here are my two things one and this point maybe lands maybe it doesn't um you can't really compare people's pains like 
Pain Olympics is just a really good way to divide people. I would totally watch something called the Pain Olympics. Do not. Okay, people, do not fucking Google Pain Olympics. I am. That is an official statement. Don't fucking do it. I'm gonna do it. God damn it, no. I'm gonna ask Jeeves that I can't afford Google. But <laughs> that's that premium shit too rich for my blood. Oh no! I told you not to! <laughs> oh. I told you not to! I didn't even click on anything, I just read it and noped the fuck out of there. I told you! <laughs> I fucking told you! If Max's fucking reaction isn't enough, do not Google that shit! That, I fucking I told not, you! I do not fuck with that shit. Yeah, no. exactly! <laughs> God damn it! Fucking listen to me next time! <laughs> Goddamn body modification! Oh no, 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 Yeah, exactly. But. No to, more to fucking mutants from Dark yeah, Knight Returns. Yeah. Evan does have a point, yeah, about the, like, comparing people's pain. Right. I mean, everyone has a different standard. Parado I, I mean, if we're talking, you know, global, yeah, I mean, Lapis has been through worse, but, like, if we're talking about how those characters have to feel about it. Yeah. Like, Peridot has gone through the ringer in some ways. Um, You know, she was geared to think these things. And spent her whole life, which is probably a very long time, like, thinking that was just how she was going to be forever. And all of a sudden, she's thrown into this crazy, crazy world. And Lapis was the same way. They found out, and they have acted differently. Um, and obviously, they've been treated a little differently. But they can find kinship through that. Yeah, you're entirely right. And also that they, they're not crystal gems i mean they are now but like well lapis is questionable but peridot is the self-proclaimed leader she is the leader of the crystal gems that's true. yeah but yeah yes she is <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> me and my parliament of grandmas have reached consensus and agree <laughs> on this parliament yeah like the real life comparison to i think what evan was saying about like you can't compare pain is like you take somebody who's like who's got like a physical like thing like they've like maybe they've like lost a limb or something or they've gone through some sort of physical trauma that has permanently affected them like and then you look at somebody who has a severe mental illness you can't say that the physically harmed person has gone through more or you can't say that the mentally ill person has gone through more because they're different flavors of this yeah it's it's different flavors of the same thing and they've both gone through shit and you to compare them is just going to make like people more and more angry at each other right also mickey just for the record i want you to know that if you said like one more time i was going to launch the missiles that's true he's got the code <laughs> <laughs> shit whoa hold the phone Give the phone to me. So we're back because someone broke the rules. Uh, we won't get into why. Just trust a me rule. when I say it was for your own a good. A rule was broken and shame has been dispensed. Uh, so my point is, uh, to your previous points, is you can't invalidate other people's Exactly. Opinions. My go-to example would be high school, uh, which for some people is a really very emotionally hard time. But it's just because that's the, sp the, the spectrum that you have and you know right like mm -hmm. like high school is super tough but you know like high school is the hardest thing you've done when you're doing it at the time exactly oh so like, yeah when you're you know now i'm 23 well, actually, no no 
middle school was the hardest thing you've oh, done, yep. even when you get Yo. to high school. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because there was a modicum of I maturity in high school. I know we've talked about this before. Yes, we have. Middle this school was is the fucking, worst. Um, middle this was school like... is always the worst. <laughs> <laughs> always. But the, the point being there is all that stuff is super tough. And mm -hmm. once you're in, you know, you're older, you can look it back and be like, that didn't matter at all. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can look back on it and be like, well, yeah, it kind of sucked at the time. But like, obviously you survived. Yeah, you're here now. It was not it was school. Everyone goes through it, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm not saying that like bullying is OK or really any statement like that. I just mean like your your scope. Is it small. happened, but you survived. Right. Like, it's not invalidated. Like, it still fucking sucks that you went through that. But at least you survived through it. Well, right. I mean, it is that. I re Okay. Oh, my God. One of, the f one of my favorite parts of this fucking episode. And we can talk about the... I know, the I know what you're going to. It's just it. when when Jasper puts Doc in... Uh, Jasper Amethyst puts Doc in her lap. And she's like... To make... To sort of like hide the fact that she doesn't know how to drive the ship. And you just see like... Doc's like, oh yeah, I'll be in your lap. And the camera just slowly pans over to where Eyeball is. And it seems like... You just see the single tear in her eye. Just like, <laughs> Senpai won't notice me. I That, that moment reminded me of the... Uh, for rest of developments, like... You uh, you think you're too old to sit on Pop Pop's lap and steer? <laughs> I don't remember that, but that's because oh, the rest man. of the development wasn't good. Ooh. What? Okay, different discussion. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm not having it right now. Sticking to the thing. We still got Pink Diamond. Let it roll. Explain. Roll, roll with the punches, roll. Evan. Roll with the punches. Let it roll. Let it roll. <laughs> Well, I do punch him a lot, so he's got pretty good at it. There you it. go. I'm bruised, and he lives thousands of miles away. <laughs> Ghost perks! His, his punches break the space-time continuum. That's, anyway. that's, one of the, that's one of the perks of being corporeal. I'm fucking Leorio. Someone <laughs> will get that reference. So, I like, I, I, I like the design we saw of Pink Diamond. It's kind of just very more... Of like all that eighties shit. It I just remind me of like Echo. Rainbow Quartz a bit. Yeah. It also very felt like very, you know, deity like. Like um Yeah, like her pose is very like the other diamonds, like they look kind of goddess like, but like there's something about was like that, uh, was that the same figure in like the pyramid that they show Rose fighting? No, very different. That I that thought, that figure I, looks I mean, more like White Diamond. My yeah, my memory like I said, my memory's just fuzzy on this stuff. Yeah, that's all. The, but I would imagine that that. And I, I still go by the diamond. I still go by the theory that the murals in the pyramid are man drawn because they kind of depict because the diamond signia is post pink diamond and it shows all these murals of stuff that Rose Quartz did. And I I mentioned this if you want to listen to it, listen to Sirius Steven. My whole theory that the pyramid is carved, but like you know the whole chariot of the gods, aliens helped people build shit. And the theory is that, like, those murals were made by ancient humans who are hearing stories of what the diamonds did and gems and shit like that. Mm. Whereas all the shit that we've seen, like, on the moon, obviously, was built by the gems themselves. That is a really interesting theory. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, it's probably because I just don't listen when you talk, but I, I don't... I don't know if I've ever heard that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't blame you, honestly. Like... <laughs> no, only can. Like... <laughs> 
my I, my 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 voice is the uh, verbal equivalence of diamond in the rough, where it's just like ninety nine percent bullshit, and then like a tiny little nugget of hey, that might actually be worth something happens. I mean, ultimately, so, ultimately, when you get down to it, the only person on earth that's worth listening to is like Dwayne Johnson. Pretty and the much. real problem, it's it's not that people don't love each other, people don't care about each other. The reason we don't listen to each other is because only one of us is Dwayne Johnson. That's true. That's very yeah. true. So, Evan, you were asking something? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, it was like half a joke to blow off uh, Mickey, but um, uh, that's an interesting theory is what I was going to say because I think a lot of times we do forget that the gems definitely had an effect on the Earth, you know, like in a very, like, in more ways than just like, oh, there was a war fought here. Like, people were around for them. Yeah. You know? Like, uh, you know, this is obviously more, um, what, you know, when Jamie does the history of Beach City, the gems are there. You know, and they, they're pretty quintessential to f- the founding of it. Yeah. And, like, one of the other points is, like, like one little, couple little tiny nuggets of, like, hey, the gems affected the history of the world is like the di- like there's like not a like the diamond shape but like a diamond gemstone shape in on the dollar bills in uh in this version of America and in Stephen Floats when you see the airplane airplane fly by the three diamond the three diamond authorities insignia is on the tail of the plane and it shows that like imagery from homeworld has woven its way into like the culture hive mind of what like this earth is like so I guess the the question is, do you think other people know about gems? I think it's sort of like it's like the gems in this world are like the dinosaurs and giant monsters in the world of Dragon Ball. They're just sort of holistic. They're just there. Like they sort of accept it. No, I don't know because we saw the adventures of Buddy and like how he didn't know what any of this shit was, and like clearly. You know, when he met the Crystal Gems, that was probably the first time any of them, like, knew anything about it. I'm guessing maybe there's, like, someone, like, a historian who has kind of, like, a vague idea of what the gems were. There's a wider set of people who, like, they find gem stuff and there are studies into what was this. But for them, it's more like Stonehenge. Like, no one knows what it is or why. They just yeah. know that it happened, and, and they're just like, and, "Oh, and, this and, is maybe, the and thing. then there's probably a couple people that have like a more concrete idea. Yeah, like obviously the people of Beach City, and perhaps maybe like a couple places around the world have seen the gems and sort of like know that there's something happening. But like, like the people of Beach City, like if they ever run into one of these weird landmarks or ever see them in a book, and they've seen a monster and they've seen the gems fight it, they probably made the connection." But, like, I can't imagine anybody what Ronaldo is really enthusiastic about sharing that information with anyone. And Ronaldo's fucking clown shoes. So, yeah. so much for the hopes of academia. History Channel specials about gems with uh, that, what's it, Giorgio Sestinopoulos or whatever? George Stephanopoulos is like. NPR or the news, one of those. It's I don't the know. aliens guy. Yeah, it, he has one of those Anopolis last names. I know that I don't, for sure. It's Greek, is the point. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't. I don't know. He's I got imagine... the wild fucking Vegeta hair, and he just right, like. I'm wondering, is there an ancient J- aliens show for gems? Oh my god, or something that'd be like amazing. that. Amazing. Right? I mean, maybe. Or, or is it just like Ronaldo on the used to be about history? <laughs> Ronaldo channel? is that. Guy. Yeah, on the used to be history channel. On the used to be history. Channel. 
I would love a Beach City episode of that with like Beach City Pawn Stars. Oh my god, no. You're going to Suitcase Sam's. Oh my god, <laughs> wait, doesn't he actually run a pawn shop? Maybe? I don't know. Not really sure. Don't actually. fucking ask me questions about things. God. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Mr. Frowny cameos. Yeah. So I yeah. think. Well, okay. So let's see. So what have we talked? We've talked about the rubies. We talked about the moon base. We talked about the. Oh yeah, and this is when we demon. learned when like we learned the revelation that like like oh something had like we as an audience know like oh Rose killed Pink Diamond, but this is when it's like said confirmed in show like with actual dialogue that she smashed pink diamond no she sh- yeah she shattered him shattered her, her which is a bigger difference they're the because- same thing i well you're right I, I was gonna yes um but she shattered her instead of just like bubbling her right like just straight up fucking ganked her ass like mm-hmm. dead like no coming back from that and it makes you like and it makes you wonder like do you think that was like a turning point? Like by killing Pink Diamond, is that why Rose never wants to kill anything ever again? And like maybe, and like that might bring a, which kind of brings a whole new layer to Bismuth, which is like, oh, maybe that's why Bismuth is so fucking salty because she knows that Rose killed Pink Diamond, so why she suddenly miss like never kill anything ever again? Like Bismuth may see Rose as hypocritical for that. Mm-hmm. Y- yes and no. So no. obviously the, the threat that that Pink Diamond presents is very v- way bigger than like Bismuth, right? Yeah. I mean Bismuth is obviously you know her own can of worms, but mm-hmm. but you know it's kind of like Batman finally killing the Joker, you know? Like if that were to happen, you know, there's you a, a common criticism and Max your Batman man um, I am Batman man, yes. So maybe you can weigh in on this because you've probably read more about issues like that. But the common argument against Batman is, you know, why the hell doesn't he kill the Joker? Because, like, the Joker keeps getting out of Arkham and killing and putting more people in peril. So it's like, Rose Courts, you know, when faced with the choice of, like, maybe we won't deal, maybe we won't deal with her again, or we definitely won't deal with Pink Diamond again. She won't there pink- is definitely. a um video. Ooh. By Come uh on. the online reviewer uh SF, I guess that stands for sci-fi debris. And um he did a video about some episodes of Justice League and he did a thing about the Justice Lords video. And there's a quote from him that I absolutely love about superheroes killing villains and specifically the question of why doesn't Batman kill the Joker? Okay. But the question should really be why do we still allow it? Why do we not execute him? Why aren't we the ones who do it with the force of legality? Something is stopping us as a society, whether it's because the Joker is sick or just opposition to the death penalty, period. The law refuses to take his life. To expect Batman to do so is to abdicate our responsibility to him, insist that the blood be on his hands and not on ours. A superhero can save the world but can't fix the world. That's our job. If they take it or we give them the authority... Well, then the end result isn't going to be justice, just order, and with a very steep price. Although, actually, I don't think that's really relevant to what we were talking about with Rose Quartz and Pink Diamond, now that I think about it. Yeah, it's a little different because, like... It's war it's, and, like, right. not a whole order of law thing. Yeah, yeah it's not... And it's, it like, doesn't it's equate, like, we don't... It doesn't equate. Like, there's nobody who has the power outside of Rose Quartz to do that. Yeah, 
Well, and right, it's not like, and it's not right, like, there's and it's no, not like, like legal system. It's, it's not like Pink that, Diamond no, just keeps breaking out point. of gym prison, going, ha ha ha, do it again. Yeah, yeah. Um, though to be fair, it's that would not, actually be <laughs> no, it wouldn't be not hilarious. Breaking out of Arkham jewelers or anything. <laughs> so it's hard to say because we don't know the situation. But do we think it was good? You know, morally to have killed Pink Diamond. I think it's a matter of personal ethics. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's it I certainly think is from, from a war you. perspective. It was definitely a good move. Yeah, because uh, strategically, yeah, it, it cripples the enemy's power base when you destroy one fourth of their supreme leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also shows you are a fucking threat to be taken seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Create it inspires your troops and creates fear in the enemy. Yeah, does it? However, it also creates motivation and rage in the enemy. Let's not ignore that. That's true. Well, right. Here's the but here's the other thing. Does it? Uh, you know, uh, I guess shortchange your message a little bit in Rose's court or, or Rose's case. If you're, you know, saying all gems, all life is valuable to. Do the well, like that? That's the point I was making earlier. Like, did that message? I think this is something. Did that that's message going to be come to be further on in the show? Yeah, I think. I agree. Like that. Like my point was that like, did she have that message post Pink Diamond's death or pre Pink Diamond's death? Like, did she create that All like the sacred role after killing? She's like, shit, I don't want to ever kill again. Boom. Well, we'll see. But I'm gonna cut you off because we're like, yeah. Oh yeah, no, really yeah, we should in, start wrapping up. Dylan's gonna be pissed at how long we let this run, ah. which like I don't care, but also I don't want to hear him bitch about it. <laughs> Basically, that's like we don't care. We don't care about the problem. We just don't want to get bitched out about well, it. Well, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up then. Let's get final thoughts, Evan. Um, I hate Earth's Sun. Eh, kick the dirt. Great, Mickey. Um, final thoughts. Uh, I mean, this is like. Like, I mean, I know, like, cliffhangers are kind of pointless when it's, like, uh, a retrospective like it is now, but I don't know. We can talk about it, though, uh, from a current, like, a narrative timeliness, you know, device. It's kind of like the biggest threat that has ever been made. Uh, Like, it's the highest stakes have ever been, I think. Because, like, I don't know, like, the cluster was weird with, like, the way they kind of handled that threat level. But, like, this is the most dangerous thing I think that has ever happened to Steven that wasn't directly caused by, like, one of the crystal gems out of, like, negligence. Like, it was just a shitty thing that happened. You're just like, oh, fuck, what are they going to do now? You don't think Jasper or Bismuth? Well, I mean... Those are bigger threats? Being lost in space is terrible. Yeah, like... Okay, well, he's not lost in space... Quite yet. Well, I mean, like. Well, he will be some. Fuck yeah. You. Fuck off. We don't know that. Shut up. We we do know that the episode aired quite a while yeah. ago, actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, goddamn it, Evan. Max's final thought. Yeah, let's hit him. Are you ready for this? No. Ye- I'm not you ready. ready for this? Nope. Ye- you ready for this? Nope. You ready no, for this? Anymore. No. Fucking, I don't. Thanks for listening to the Ringo so. <laughs> God damn. Fuck this podcast. Uh, that was a fun episode. And cut! <laughs> <laughs>